Many of us have known a couple or two that we admire because they stayed together a long time. They loved each other well. The couple that comes to mind immediately beyond family, because uh, we have some really great milestone couples in our family, are uh, Martha and Jim. They were so loving toward each other. He treated her like royalty. She served him like he was the only person in her world. Um, they had their moments. They had a love language of humor and, um, and care for other people. They were just really, really inspirational. And again, I'm sure you have somebody that comes to mind as well. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. And I wonder, um, you know, you two have spent a lot of time studying marriage. This is your heart uh, in your ministry is marriage. Uh, what are some words of wisdom or some insights or some people that you've admired? Yeah, a couple things come to mind. I remember one time, I couldn't even tell you, Aaron, who, who the couple was. Maybe you remember. But I, I noticed when, when we were praying at some point, they instantly reached for each other's hand. Hmm. And, and so instead of praying, I was just staring at them holding hands and just kind of looking at their faces, looking at their hand. <laughs> and, and there was just a, a unity, a oneness, a connection hmm. that was undeniable. And, and that really hit me. And that's something that has become a tradition for Aaron and I. Anytime that someone's praying, I mean, it's like we will scramble to get to the other's hand. And, and I've, I've always loved that. There's something about that, that I know when we're praying that, that we are one, we are united. Mm, that's good. Well, let's hear from Pastor Kevin Thompson now. He's the married life pastor at Bayside Church in the Sacramento area. And uh, here he shares about a couple he knew from a previous church that he pastored at. Kevin, welcome back to Focus. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, okay, you're a pastor. Uh, you see a pretty wide array of disarray. In couples, if I could say it that way. Um, in fact, you had an older couple, Eugene and Joanne, who had been married for 70 years. I wish I could have met them. Uh, what, a, what an amazing thing to be married 70 years. And what did they tell you was the secret? These are people we should listen to for mm -hmm. sure. What was their secret for 70 years of marriage? Yeah, Eugene and Joanne, they were both in the military. They never had children. They actually never went to church until in their 70s. Wow. Uh, some some people in our church built a relationship with them. They came, came to know Christ, and uh, just became some of our favorite people uh, around the church at that time. This is about 15 years ago, so our staff was all really young. They never had children, so we kind of adopted them huh. as grandparents. So one day they stopped by to bring me some pumpkin bread. Oh, and good And they were friends. talking, and we were having a great <laughs> conversation. Several staff members kind of came in. And then it came time to give me the bread, and neither one of them had it. And they had a little, little lover's uh, spat at that moment, blaming the other one for not getting it. So Miss Joanne was in, in uh, better shape, so she ran home to get it. And as we were sitting there talking to Mr. Eugene, uh, one of my coworkers said, Mr. Eugene, what's the key to being married 70 years? And without a, a hesitation, he said, tell her every day that you love her. I thought, how beautiful is that? Well, she came back with the pumpkin bread. She walked in. And I said, hey, Miss Joanne, we were asking Mr. Eugene, what's the key to being married 70 years? And she said, oh, tell him every day that you love him. But how great is that, right? So about six months later, uh, he was in hospice on his deathbed. And mm -hmm. I went to go see him, and it was just me and him. And I recounted that story. And I said, Mr. Eugene, is that really the key to marriage? And he goes, yep, memorize her answers. <laughs> There's probably some truth to that. I thought, how great is that? But unfortunately, marriage can't just be something that you memorize. But there are some very basic principles that I think that go all the way back to God's design of marriage, that sin hasn't changed. And those are the basic roles that you and I are supposed to play 
as husbands, and then our wives are supposed to play. And we can narrow that down to friends, partners, and lovers. And we're going to get into that content. Let me start with this question, though. What, what is, from your research, what is the number one reason for divorce? Yeah, and it's a common question because we think if we can attack the number one reason, then, then it will lower a good number of divorces. And a lot of people think uh, that it's money. Many people these days think that it's social media, uh, obviously communication difficulties, and all those are accurate, I think. They're all issues within marriage. But I think they're all symptoms. I think behind that, the biggest issue that I see is a lack of intention whenever it comes to marriage, that you and I do tend not to drift into good things. You're not going to see somebody and they, they've lost 30 pounds and they're in great shape and, and ask them, hey, how'd that happen? They'll say, well, you know, it's the strangest thing. I just one day drifted into a workout facility. I just one day <laughs> drifted into the vegetable aisle. It, it, it takes this tremendous intention to make change within your life. And marriage is the same way. And we begin relationships extremely intentional. You intentionally call the person and ask them out. You intentionally plan the dates. You intentionally think about the gifts you're going to give them. But over time, the busyness of life, we tend to lose that intention. And as we lose that intention, we drift into a second-rate marriage. I really appreciated Kevin Thompson's insights, and what what a great story. Um, Aaron, as couples are together, how can they stay intentional? about their relationship as the years click by. It's so important that as we continue down this road and this journey of marriage, that we continue to grow. And you think about individual growth, growth as a couple, you know, continuing to hone in on some of the skills we need for marriage, things like let's continue to grow in our communication and let's continue to grow in how we handle conflict. Individually, I want to continue to grow in my faith and I want to continue to grow in my emotional well-being and, you know, just keeping the focus on growth is going to have a great impact Mm -hmm. on the marriage. You know, we we found one time there was a a study to where they looked at 700 um, couples, so ranging in age from 63 to 108. So these couples had an average... These are older couples. Yeah, average... (laughs) 108? Yeah, average years married was 43. So you think about just the wealth of knowledge and advice represented there. So they, they, they interviewed them all and they came up with... Um, a number of things, one that Aaron just talked about, but that that so intrigued me. Actually, we could, we'll link to this in the show notes that, yeah. that we did an article on this, so we can do that link. But one of the things that stood out for me, in addition to what Aaron was talking about, was friendship. And it's kind of like, really? Duh. But when you think about that, so a, a long-term marriage really does need to be founded upon a friendship that we, that we develop a like for each other. And I always tell Aaron, I know you love me. You promised to always love me. Like, I don't worry about that. What I worry about is, does she like me or not? Does she want to hang out with me? Am I one of her best friends? And, and so we do things to nurture and cultivate sort of that le- level of relationship, that, that friendship that really matters to me. But, but check out the advice that that these couples gave. I mean, it is just right on. So we'll, we'll, we'll link to that. Well, you got notes. me hooked. I'm going to have to check the link now. <laughs> I want to see it. And I love what Greg is saying because most couples start their connection as friends. It's, you know, very rare yeah, that, you know, we, we start a relationship and immediately we're in love. And we we're... were friends because she was dating my roommate. So no, she I was also friends with your that. sister. So 
There was a mm-hmm. friendship there. And so we would hang out. It's a pain point, John. It's very triggering. <laughs> I was just friends with Dina. There was no complication. I like it that way. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, so we start Greg, off as need, friends, though. I think we need saying. to go back yeah. and do some repair work yeah, around right. that because clearly that's still bothering you. If only we knew a counselor we could call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 800-A-FAMILY. It works for you, too. Yeah, but nurturing that friendship is important. And so often, you know, couples will start growing apart. Well, that's not, that's not even a friendship. And so go back to those things that you used to do mm-hmm. as friends, the things that you had fun doing together, the things that made you laugh. They often will call those micro behaviors, the little things. And so really looking at what can we go back to things that we used to do. Yeah. I think someone's example of just, they, they, every week they go and have red curry together mm-hmm. and talk about the high and low of their week. What a, what a easy way it's to, inspirational. to, to nurture easy. that friendship. If that's all it takes, uh, count me in. Uh, of course, it takes a lot more than that. We want you to be intentional in your relationship. We want to help you uh, really see all that God has for you as a couple and to thrive as a couple. And um, in, in any way that Focus can help, please, uh, we're just a phone call away. 800, the letter A in the word family. And we'll have a link in the show notes to the book that Kevin Thompson has written. It's called Friends, Partners, and Lovers, What It Takes to Make Your Marriage Work. Uh, We'd love for you to donate to the ministry of Focus. We're listener-supported, and uh, your donation will go a long, long way toward uh, helping other couples, uh, literally around the world, uh, have a stronger relationship. So please donate as you can, either a monthly gift or a one-time contribution, and we'll send that book to you. All the details are in the show notes. And the entirety of the conversation with Kevin is also available as a free download that you can link over to. Uh, It's called Embracing Your Role as a Spouse. And then finally, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and uh, leave a review for us and a rating for this podcast. Uh, That feedback is really helpful for us and helps spread the word to get others to listen in. On behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team here, Thanks for listening today. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm